This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. So the first question I wanted to get to is from Derek. And first, what you're talking about with Bosa, Brian. After you hearing anything about the Bosa contract, as in how big is it going to be? So I haven't heard anything specifically other than that he's a huge priority for them. But I looked at the Watt contract and then someone reminded me about the Miles Garrett contract. And TJ Watt has 80 million guaranteed. Miles Garrett has 100 guaranteed. And I think Garrett is five years for 125 million. I don't remember the annual uh, value for Watt, but it's 80, it's 80 guaranteed. So I it's think 28. At minimum, Watt is 28. 28. So I yeah. think at minimum, you're looking 90 guaranteed for both sides, I would think. But you said it with the cap exploding and everything, he's probably going to want to beat that Garrett contract, especially if he keeps playing the way that he has. And Bosa right now, he has a defensive rookie of the year under his belt. So I get the numbers here. Um, he was hurt, obviously, in 2020, but he had 15 and a half sacks last year. He led the NFL, tied with Watt for 21 fit tackles for loss. He's tied right now with eight and a half sacks for the lead in the league. He has eight sacks in six playoff games. That's coming up huge in the biggest spots. So he might be able to say to the Niners, Garrett got 100 mil, I want more. It's a, it's a reality. And, that, and if they want him, they may have to pony up for that. Yeah, and Donald right now leads non-quarterbacks with $31 million in an, annual average value. And so he could look to possibly eclipse that as well. And, and, and you'll get no argument from me that he's worth it. Because he is. 100%. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, care what they pay him. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's, he's, he's an absolute franchise changer. Like, like 2019 doesn't happen without Nick Bosa. It doesn't happen. No. It's very simple. And yeah. uh, just to, just a point of reference. So Bradley Chubb, uh, he extended the, the extension after the trade to Miami and uh, he got five years, 110 mil, uh, 63.2 guaranteed. So Bosa oh, far and above. Okay. Yeah. yeah so 63.2 guaranteed. Um, so Bosa's far far above that right like we know that yeah. he's, he's far above what bradley chubb is so i feel like yeah you're looking at between 90 80 to 90 million guarantee which is <laughs> if you think about for 
for normal Joes like us, that's just like a stupid amount of money that's just guaranteed mm-hmm. you for playing a child's yeah. game. But I mean, like, man, that's it's crazy. That, Football that, is a uh, man's game, Zane. Football is a, a man's game. Zane drives a Porsche. I don't want to hear about. Isn't that what you have a Porsche? I do. I do. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear about your Porsche. Uh, we do have a we do have a question in the chat, which I think kind of relates to what we're talking about here, and it is from uh, it's Alan FTW forty nine, and he says, "Do you guys think edge rusher wise, we have enough to carry us through all the way and possibly a title?" I was hoping they could have done something during the trade deadline. Um, I, I think they have more than enough in terms of edge rush. I think their problem right now is on the interior. That was actually where I was hoping I could see them make a move. Uh, but hopefully Armstead comes back after the bye. Uh, he is a large part of that interior and he's a, a large part of their run defense. But you've got Bosa, you've got Ebukam, you've got Amenahu, you've got Drake Jackson, Jordan Willis will be back after the bye, uh, you know, from his uh from his injury. Uh, you still got Kerry Hyder. Like they've got, they've got an embarrassment of riches uh, at the edge rusher position. So it, it's arguably the strongest uh, position group on the roster. Uh, if if you look at it that way. So yeah, I think they have more than enough edge rush talent. The question is, will Armstead come back? Will Kinlaw come back? And do they have enough on the inside uh, to, to face some of these teams that, that can run the ball really well? Because we know when they faced a team that ran the ball like they run the ball, they got their ass handed to them by the Falcons. So keep it on the Jackson. CRV, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> what what color is it though? Black. It's black. CRV. There you go. Black. There just you just go. like your heart, Al, when it comes to yeah, the 49ers. Yeah. Black, just like <laughs> just an all black. But, but uh, I uh, keep an eye on Drake Jackson and and his development. He's he's been slowly developing into a very very reliable pass rusher. It's not showing up on the stat sheet, but when you look at you just look at the highlights, you look at the tape. He's constantly near the quarterback. He's winning his battles. He's getting close, and eventually, like you know, when 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 you get close enough to the quarterback, eventually you convert those into sacks, right? So right now, when it comes to it, like he's. He's uh, got uh, he's only got the three sacks on the season. But uh, that being said, like he's been able to get near the quarterback. He's got uh, five QB hits so far. So, um, you know, he's getting around the quarterback and he's got he's got more pressures than that. So I think that when he's a rotational piece, he'll be really good. But eventually that's a guy that you can probably count on opposite Bosa and just the athleticism is just off the charts. Right. So I think that that's one guy to keep track of. Many who you mentioned, Charles, many who has been fantastic. Again, not showing up on the, on the stat sheet. But he's been fantastic this year, winning in one-on-one battles. Um, so I think that they have uh, a good rotation there. And we didn't even mention like Samson Abukam, you know, who's also had it, who who kind of tailed off a little bit. He was he was having a better year at the start, but he's another one of those guys that can he's been, flash a little bit too. So he's been battling an Achilles injury that uh, Barrow said yeah. for some players might have kept him off the field, but he's played through it. So that's yep. part of part of I think his slowdown as well. Abukam, that is. So next question is from Jeffrey. He said the second half of the Rams game was the best the Niners have looked. Do you think the team has finally turned the corner? We touched on that a little bit earlier, um, but a little bit more now, you know, we'll see is the best that I can say, but I will say this McCaffrey adds an element that they have not had. And if anybody can help them to turn the corner, I really think this coming from the never pay the running back guy. I think this move may have changed their season around. I think he's that good of a fit. 
I think he allows everybody else to be that much better. And I think if the defense can stay healthy, the McCaffrey move may have been the one that finally, yes, helps this team turn the corner. I think McCaffrey unlocks Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think even more than that, I think McCaffrey unlocks Kyle Shanahan's creativity uh, in personnel packages. And so I am just excited to see McCaffrey and Debo on the field at the same time. I'd love to see some 11 personnel, right? That's one running back, one tight end, three wide receivers, right? You get Ayuk, you get Debo, you get Jennings on the field, but then you can have uh, Debo uh, shift back to the backfield. Now, all of a sudden you've got McCaffrey and Debo in the backfield. They could run it. They could all, all go out on a route. Like there's just so much, there's just so much that Kyle Shanahan can do to manipulate the defense now with a guy as versatile as Christian McCaffrey, what he's going to be able to have with Debo and McCaffrey is a truly positionless offense, which I think is going to be really exciting to see in the second half. Who knows? Maybe Kyle didn't actually need an elite quarterback. Maybe he needed an elite running back to make this offense go. Who knows? Right. He tried for years. He's tried for years to get one. And we see why now, because this offense, and look, any offense with Christian McCaffrey is going to look great. It's going to look different, right? Sure. But we've never seen it like this before, right? With just the explosive plays and like the consistent explosive. Every time he touches the ball, it's five yards, right? Running or catching. And we we just haven't seen that because it'll be like, all right, like two yards here, three yards there, no gain. And all of a sudden, like, you know, Mostert or Jeff Wilson or or Elijah Mitchell, whoever it is, bust out like a 20-yard run, right? Then it's more of like, two, three yards, and then like a seven yard run. So just that consistently, like, you know, we're going to get five yards every time we touch the ball. I think it's great. And I think it, again, it's unlocked a short passing game with, with this quarterback is, is going to be vital and limiting mistakes and keeping the clock running using short passes to supplement runs, keep the other defense on the field. That's a, that's how they're going to win games. All right. The next few questions kind of go together. The first person wanted to know, um, is McCaffrey going to change his number to 22 since Wilson was traded And league policy says you can't change a number during the season. So the quick answer to that one is no. And then an answer uh, or a question from David and Greg, both kind of go together. Um, Want to know when Mitchell returns, do you think we'll see the formation with both of them in the backfield? And will Mitchell be the early down running back while McCaffrey is the muddy down back? Now I'm really interested to see the way that Kyle deploys this, but I, I it would, I would, be hard pressed to believe that McCaffrey is going to come off the field very much. I, I Mitchell will get some carries. I think maybe he'll get a couple series, maybe that type of thing where McCaffrey would play third down if, if that came up. But I, I just think, like we said, McCaffrey is going to be the key from the offense. Mitchell will get some carries. Maybe he'll get five, six, maybe. And then I, I think it's, it's going to be a lot of McCaffrey personally. We'll see if I'm right or wrong, but. I think you could also see formations that have McCaffrey split out wide with Mitchell and Juszczyk in the backfield as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's 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 that opportunity as well. That's the thing about McCaffrey is he's a running back, but he's got the hands of a wide receiver as we've as we've seen. So I mean that catch that that touchdown catch was incredible, right? Like so just good. that leaping catch. I mean there was it wasn't a question, right? So. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll, I have a hard time seeing McCaffrey come off the field, although I do hope that that they don't run him into the ground, which it feels like Kyle Shanahan would be want to do is mm-hmm. just lean on him. And right. Like, you know, he somebody asked him, I think it was Barrows asked him on it was either Monday or Tuesday. Hey, why did Christian McCaffrey get those carries at the end of the game? And Shanahan had some answer about you know, referencing the the Detroit game in week one of, of last season where they were up by, 
I think at least two scores late in the game. Then all of a sudden, you know, there was only a handful of minutes left and all of a sudden, you know, Detroit is, is only one score away, but that's fine. But why isn't, why wasn't Jeff Wilson getting those carries, right? Why was it McCaffrey or why wasn't TDP getting? Yeah. That's what he said. Some of the things that comes out of that dude's mouth. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, but then why, yeah. Why, why wasn't Wilson getting those carries or why wasn't TDP getting those carries? That was the thing where I was like, you didn't really answer the question. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, eh, I'm kind of worried that, you know, he's just going to, you know, it's like a kid with a toy, right. That just squeezes it too tight. Cause they love it. And all of a sudden it breaks and you're like, Oh, like, I know that you broke that out of love, but <laughs> it's still broken. So please, Kyle, don't break Christian McCaffrey. Cause you love him so much. Let's, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's spread the love a little bit and, uh, and, and get some of these other guys involved. All right, two more think, questions, guys. Oh, sorry, Zane, go ahead. I think, uh, real quick, I think Kyle's record uh, when the team runs 30 times or more, I think he's undefeated. So if they can get to 30 rushes in a game, I think that's uh, – we heard that last year, right? There was a game, I believe, I forget which game it was, where they, they needed to get to 30 to win the game, and they got to, like, 40 in that game, and they ended up winning the game. Um, but that's kind of, like, the threshold for me. If they can get to 30, that's great. And whether that's, like – you know, 12 carries for Mitchell and 18 for McCaffrey, that's fine. Or whether it's like 20 and 10, whatever it is, I feel like Mitchell's going to get more than five or six. I think he'll probably get like 10 to 12 carries or 10 to 12 touches a game. All right, this, number, this comes from Fani. Do you guys think McKivitz can eventually take over from McGlinchey this year or next year? And um, I don't know about McKivitz, but I, I don't think McGlinchey is going to be back. And, and listen, he kind of gets a bad rap. I mean, he's got he some bad reps at bad times in it the worst times <laughs> yeah and they're usually pretty bad yeah but overall he's not a bad player no um I, people get frustrated with him and i can see because again there's some clutch moments where it doesn't come through but having said that i don't think he's going to get a second contract from this team i don't know who's going to take over from him for him that may be a point of emphasis in the off season but i would be very surprised if mcglinchy is back next year they've got a lot of options that they could that they could put out there that will be under contract next year uh, and that includes Daniel Brunskill. That includes Jalen Moore. That also includes Spencer Burford, who played tackle in college. I know that he's playing right guard right now, but um, and then McKibbitt as well. So yeah, they've. I, I don't see them signing resigning McGlinchey, but at the same time, I don't know that those guys are the answer. So you know, I know that there's going to be uh, the <clears throat> the backup right tackle for the Eagles. Uh, who is uh, a Washington State product? What is his name? Um, Andre Dillard. Dillard. Dillard will be a free agent next year. So maybe they spend some money at right tackle, but maybe it's not on McGlinchy. I, I, I don't think it will be on McGlinchy. All right, Al. Well, we got time for one more. Yep. And just real quick, too, we didn't see Jake, Jake Brendel come in. So who knows who the Niners have? Like you said, Brian, yeah. they have people in. in True. They True. All right. Last one. What record do you, this is from Zay, what record do we need to have to finish? to have in the second half to make the playoffs. So at four and four, I think if you're not winning 10 games, you're in trouble. So they got to win six Six and three. So yeah, Yeah, six and three, three, which is totally attainable with the schedule and and their talent. They, if they don't do that, it's a massive disappointment. Yeah. I think 10 and seven is the floor at this point based uh, again on the, the schedule in the second half and the players coming back and the, the way that they put it together in the second half against the Rams, coming out of the bye, being able to to install more of 
a Jimmy Garoppolo offense along with Christian McCaffrey, like you said, Zane. So yeah, I think 10 and seven is the floor. I think 11 and six is not, uh, it, that's not crazy. Um, obviously, uh, 13 and four would be the, <laughs> the best that they could do. Um, which means they go undefeated in the second half. I don't see that happening, but, but yeah, I think, I think they have to win the NFC West. Uh, and I think that is going to take, uh, 10 wins and, and I think they can get there. Yeah. Likewise. I'm, I'm down with it. 10 and seven playoffs division champs. You got to win your division. You're not, you're not. You're not making the playoffs unless you win your division, right? The NFC, there's too many teams ahead of them right now. I don't expect the entire NFC to collapse. Uh, I think they'll catch Seattle, and I think they'll win the division. And I say we'll see. (laughs) Oh, the wet blanket ends it. (laughs) On that, on that note, everybody, thanks for the questions. For Brian and Zane, this is Al. Peace.